Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jesse, and welcome back for another session. We are um, well on underway into summer, um, and it's mm. it's quite hot, man. Yeah. Um, but what drink are you drinking that is refreshing your day today? Well, I'm drinking something more so to not be as fattening. Um, okay. Really not too refreshing. It's a red wine. Um, oh. I'm drinking uh, something from 19 Crimes. Um, it's a uh, specifically the 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, nice. It's, uh, let me see, it is 13.5 uh, ABV. And, you know, kind of a funny story about um, getting into this brand. Um, I was one day grocery shopping at Albertsons and there's this dude just like giving this whole display and uh kind of sampling all their wine. Oh really? And I at was like Albertsons? I, yeah, it was like really weird. I was like, I've never seen someone do this before and I had some time so I was like, Oh sure, I guess I'll get some free wine and, and get a mm-hmm. get a sample and then um it was it's it's from Australia. Oh, okay. And the their um their branding is essentially like every, every uh, I guess type of bottle, every type of wine they have. There's a picture of a, um, of a of a convict, a famous convict from Australia, hmm. and so all of them is like a mugshot on the front, and uh, it's pretty cheap, which is kind of why I liked it. But I, mm-hmm. I really like the flavor. Um, so nice. yeah, not exactly the most refreshing, but uh, I enjoy it. So yeah. Sipping on some uh, some of that. I know. Ironically enough, uh, I don't have one that's very refreshing either. I mean, I do have a Diet <laughs> Coke that I'm also sipping on, but nice. as far as like my beer, um, I actually am featuring a beer today. Um, this one's been sitting in my fridge for a little while, so mm. it's from Tavor. Um, it's from Adroit Theory Brewing, and it's called All I Can See Is Carry On. Um, it's a Belgian quad ale, so it's uh, it's quite hefty. Um, yeah, let me see. It's 12.12% ABV, which is quite hefty. It comes <laughs> in a pint and six fluid ounce bottle. Um, mm. I, I honestly like I couldn't find another time where I would actually like drink this other than a weekend. And I'm like, well, it's been sitting in my fridge for a while, so I might as well like uh, you know drink it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's surprisingly more like effervescent and carbonated than I, I expected. But the body is definitely like very heavy Belgian. Like, right? It's it's meaty, man, and it's probably going to be uh, one I sip on all day um, to try and get through. But it's good. Um, the flavor is good. Again, I I do like Belgians a lot, so it kind of yes. I haven't had it in a while, so um, it's, nice, it's kind of nice. nice um, but it also is quite quite the hef- hefty one. Um, yeah, I was gonna say you're, that ABV for that beer is like basically the same as my uh red wine so seriously it's definitely pretty heavy um nice man um i guess i don't know week 22 23 something uh, like that something like that in our quarantine series um yeah man any uh news any updates from this week anything cool happen um nothing too crazy i would say it's, it was a fairly normal week um just still working in clinic, um, kind of just uh, trying to deal with uh, some sh- staffing shortages and stuff, and trying mm-hmm. to um, adjust and make some, like, yeah, make some adjustments uh, so that we can 
you know, keep up with all the stuff we're doing. Uh, but work was okay. Uh, it wasn't too bad. Um, I've been yeah. trying to more intentionally like catch up with some people that I haven't in a while. So, uh, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've been doing that the last couple weeks. Um, but other than that, no, life is this, this week was a pretty normal week so far. Um, nothing, nothing outstanding. Um, moving well on uh, well on our way into almost september now so yeah um yeah i mean i i think the thing i'm looking forward to most is um i i'm actually going to be getting an office um it's being built right now right, right. um and i'm excited because i haven't had one and also like i get i get to actually like decorate you know and like put stuff in there so that'll be fun um but that'll probably happen in the next couple of weeks. So we'll mm -hmm. see, man. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, what about you? How's, how's this past week for you? It's been okay. Um, hot, for sure. Um, mm. And I have been continuing my uh, IF, IFing, nice. intermittent fasting. So because of that, plus the heat, I feel like I haven't like slept super well. Mm. Where I am kind of wake up in the middle of the night. And I don't know if I'm just hot or hungry or both. Mm. Um, so that kind of sucks, but I think it's, it's, uh, things are getting a little bit more like easy, I'd say, like just the, the habit of controlling when I eat and, and, and all that. So, mm -hmm. so that's been good. Um, like I said, last week, NBA playoffs have started. So right. honestly, I've been watching basketball like every single day. Um, that's crazy. It, it's been fun, but at the same time, it's like, truly like when you watch tv or watch com like on your computer for pretty much the majority of the day like your brain does feel pretty fried by the end of it mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so that's been kind of the theme just kind of brain dead <laughs> to be honest well because um, you're also working on the computer too yeah yeah so it's uh i think i i definitely want to like take more time away during the weekends like to just um, well, it's hard to go out lately since it's right. both the quarantine and it's been so hot, but just trying to see what else we can do, um, mm -hmm. like away from the screens and all that. So, yeah, 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 that's, that's important. It's important to balance, like, mm -hmm. you know, obviously relaxing at home and trying not to die in the heat, but also like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's important to just, yeah, um, get get your eyes away from the screen um, right especially when you're staring at it all, almost all day so um that's that's a hard balance though for sure yeah but yeah man uh we have a fun topic today um and it's 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 fun because like it's honestly a throwback um for both of us i think um I, but i think you you also like rewatched it recently right technically it's it was the first time i've ever watched it recently. oh shoot. so it's actually not a throwback for me it's a throwback for me and it's a new experience for you yeah oh, shoot. i mean it makes me more excited now because I, I totally i totally thought you had watched it but that right oh right. man this is exciting yeah yeah so i mean um i, I guess we haven't said it yet it's uh <laughs> it's avatar the last airbender mm -hmm. um yeah i mean I mean, you, you're talking about it being a, a throwback. Um, when, when, when was it when it like was airing initially for for you? Um, I remember like, I remember watching it on the TV, which is crazy mm -hmm. because yeah. I, it's it's been a long time since I like 
sat and watched TV. So it must have been like, I don't know, like middle school, high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually like, I'm gonna look it up. Like, okay, it came yeah. out in 2005. So yeah, mm. that was high school for me. Um, so I remember, yeah, I remember just actually sitting behind the screen to watch this and like, you know, and I think like having to like wait weekly to watch the episodes and stuff and and also like, you know, since it was on a cartoon, like the, the time that it aired was like kind of, a, I think it was a kind of a weird time too, mm-hmm. but man, um, it's, it's a good one. It's, it's, it's a really, really good one. Um, pretty yeah. well acclaimed and um, yeah, I mean it, I feel like also even after it finished it was basically running on repeat like on on all the cartoon channels for like just nonstop, you know yeah i mean it, it's it's interesting because like I, I definitely remember like a lot of people talking about it when i was younger but mm-hmm. it, it might have been around the time when like i stopped watching like a lot of the nickelodeons and the mm. cartoon networks and kind of switched my i think at that point i was like focused more on a lot of the Fox shows like Simpsons, Malcolm in the Middle, you know, mm-hmm. like kind of moving on from um, those channels. But like I've heard, I, I've been hearing so many good things about it. And especially because it's so nostalgic, there's so many like good fond memories associated with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and now and, that it's on Netflix, it was easy to watch um, during yeah. this quarantine time. So I watched it with Yijin. Yijin had watched, I think, first two seasons in the past. Okay. I had not watched any of it. So then we uh, rewatched it together and pretty much got through it. And like, uh, how quick did you get through it? I. Th- so it's interesting because we treat because of how short the episodes were. We kind of treated it as like the thing we watched during like dinner or like lunch, right? Okay. But um, we didn't start watching like multiple in one sitting until like season three i'd say okay so we kind of took our time with it at first but then by the end it's like okay all right let's let's get through this i i i want to see where this just, is going let's just like get through and watch it and yeah 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 For exactly sure. interesting man um initially just what what were your thoughts um like after yeah. finishing it i think um I think just throughout the whole, like watching the the um, a series, I felt like they made such a good um, effort to like have lessons throughout all their a lot of their episodes, you know. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is not that I'm like watching all the cartoons nowadays, like kids' cartoons, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think I don't think it's like that same level. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't know, maybe it's just. The fact that like you know we watched three seasons with all these characters but yeah the thing i really took away from it was like how well the character development went on mm-hmm. um for for a cartoon right um and i think yeah after watching it i realized like i i kind of wish i watched it as a kid you know what mm-hmm. i mean like mm-hmm. um similar to how as kids watching dragon ball z we wanted to be Super Saiyan and shoot Kamehameha's out of our hands. I <laughs> right. clearly remember that. Like, I think I totally would have like pretended to like bend elements yeah. in the background, you know. So for sure, um, it, it definitely brought me back to like a youthful state. Like, of, like man, uh, 
this is like such a cool concept. I want to, you know, like it, it was really a, a fun reaction towards that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you kind of cover some interesting, like interesting points. And I think just to give some of our like listeners who may have, you know, it's been a, either a while since they've watched it or like um, they maybe haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Avatar is also a really like, uniquely acclaimed um cartoon because like it was basically like the first western like anime equivalent Mm, that was like good you know um because this you know the the cartoon telling like uh or the cartoon stuff um before avatar was was like in the western world was like you know um like a lot it wasn't in the same like asian style um, of storytelling um it wasn't long form storytelling usually um and like i don't know it was just yeah but i think the thing that sticks out about it being a western um uh, is is the idea that it does have like lessons in each um in each episode right um because if you imagine a lot of the shows we watched as kids like even like power rangers or like what um you know like you know looney tunes or like you know there's always like a lesson like kind of baked into to it um even like pokemon like every mm-hmm. you know everything would have like a lesson i mean i mean i'm drawing pokemon as a anime but whatever right, um, right but i think it was the most unique thing was like this is it wasn't a like it wasn't a western adaptation of a of an anime it was just it was a straight western creation you know right. um so i think that's what like made it really stand out like um like oh man this is like really really compelling storytelling like compelling characters like um yeah i mean it was it's so good um so yeah yeah, i mean i think yeah i'm just curious for you like um having like you know watched it for the first time as an adult like what, what was your like perspective on like watching almost like a kid's show you know with like young characters like young like it it does feel like young storytelling and yeah um and like you said like it kind of brings you back to that youth but what was that what was that like for you like as i started watching it i I got kind of transformed into as if i was a young kid Mm. being a part of that group you know Mm. the, the, the four of them and yeah i don't know it's interesting because um like Maybe it's the fact that I don't watch as many like kids cartoons anymore, but I, I definitely was like I was almost thinking like, man, I would definitely want like my kids to watch this. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, um I mean truly, man, there's a lot of good lessons <laughs> like yeah. they they provided like about, you know, justice, um, even I think like sort of like racial like racial equality mm-hmm. type things and like um, like compassion and all this stuff and um maybe i don't know maybe as a kid if i had watched it it would have been a lot more like just purely about the action but mm-hmm. now I, I i kind of those those factors and those lessons kind of stood out more as watching it as an adult mm. um which i think is kind of cool because it, it kind of just shows how intentional they did that for yeah. um for these episodes you know so um yeah i think in a way i'm kind of glad i watched it as an adult um Mm -hmm. because i get to see it in in a more maybe uh refined is a 
Yeah, I guess it's kind of like more of a refined lens, you know, the, mm-hmm. uh, the first time watching it instead of kind of rewatching it with a preconceived uh, yeah, like, yeah. impression of it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, for me, like, it's honestly been a while since I've, like, watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've watched, like, a, bits and pieces, like, over the course of, like, adulthood, but, like, yeah. to actually sit in and intentionally, like, go through the series, I haven't done that in um, I don't think I've ever done that, like, to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, but, like, I do I do think when I did watch it, like, it was, like, a lot of, like, really, oh, man, this is, like, really cool action. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but also at the same time, like, I think reflecting back and, and, like you said, like, there's a lot of really adult themes as far as, like, um, and adult, you know, not meaning, like, inappropriate, but, like, adult meaning, like, you know, it talks about like politics and race mm-hmm. and like even like the idea of war and, yeah. and poverty and like all this, all these like things that are like that are really, you know, prevalent like, in society, like, especially really mat- mature things. Yeah, right? mature yeah. like I- ideologies and things yeah, and, and yeah. topics, but like, you know, captured in a way that is easy for kids to un- like watch and understand, you know? Um, yeah. So, do, do you uh do you have plans to maybe rewatch it again soon? You know, I might um I, I think it's nice because well one, I have a second monitor, so I can always put it on the second screen. Yep. But um the other thing that makes it easy to watch is, is actually in English. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, that's it's a good not point. like yeah, it's not like an anime where I, I don't understand it, so I have to like actually intentionally sit and you right. know, read the subtitles, but it's like, oh it's in English. I can kind of like like tune in and and through the slower parts, I don't have to like be fully, fully paying attention or whatever. But right, right. I'll, I'll probably rewatch it sometime. Um, it's a good one, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, here's a fun question for you. Um, like, what of the four elements? Which which one would you have actually like wanted to? Which tribe would you have huh. wanted to be part of? Or which interesting? Nation? Yeah, it's interesting because like. In a way, the four tribes, they they kind of look, they kind of model after existing like cultures, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, well, then again, there's the swamp people versus the uh, Eskimos yeah. for water, but right. So interesting. Um, I know you kind you kind of had like two questions. That one of them's like, what would you want to bend, and right. the other one was what, like society, like you want to be a part of. True. Um, yeah. So I think to answer the first one, I I feel like I would really like water bending. Mm. Um, mainly, honestly, mainly just because of like, it sounds weird, but like, the blood bending aspect. Mm. <laughs> like, Interesting. I, I was joking with Eugene. I was like, dude, they should make a rated R version of um, Last Airbender. Oh man, where like people just like take your blood out of someone's skin and like you just crush people like. Oh man! I was like, dude, that'd be so epic. And then, but then I was like, yeah, well, that's a kids' show. I don't think. So. <laughs> but yeah. um, but I think I would like that. But um, so what? So like the Earthbenders are basically like China, right? Like <laughs> essentially, like, yeah. yeah. And then Airbenders are kind of like hippie, um, hippie uh, like Buddhist um, mm-hmm. monks, and then firebenders are just like mongolians <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. like um huh i feel like i might go with earth bending earth mm. kingdom okay 
Yeah, just because it's kind of the most normal. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, as far as element, um, oh man, like, I think it'd be really cool to be an airbender because mm. of traveling. Um, but I think, I think it honestly, like, every time I've thought about this, I think I always go back to, like, I think earthbending. Um, I think earthbending mm. is super, super cool. Um, and, like, and, you know, to extend it into, like, metal bending, too, um, is, yeah. like, pretty sweet. Um, so, and especially considering, like, society, right? It was built yeah. on metal. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and also, I actually would pick the Earth Nation, too. Um, mm. I think it's, it, it, as far as, like, a society, it's, like, it's a really interesting society because it's, it's very, like, yeah, it feels very, like, normal or very, like, um, like almost like it feels like very western as far as like um america you know like where there is there's it's, there's like a heavy emphasis on like work and and like mm. um and being like part of the society you know um, yeah yeah and i mean i think the fire nation too is is similar but i i don't think like but i think earth captures it a little bit better with the western society because of like yeah, the work ethic as well as like almost like the capitalist like like mindset too, you know. My um, my cabbages, right? <laughs> my cabbages, man. Uh, for real. So I, I think it would be earth for both for me. Um, yeah. Very yeah. yeah, seriously. I, I love all the all the episodes in the Earth Kingdom were usually pretty pretty bomb. Like mm-hmm. a lot of fun characters, like Boomy, obviously the mm-hmm. Boomy's an old man, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess speaking of, like, characters, um, are there any, like, most, maybe, like, favorite characters or maybe the most compelling characters for you? Oh, man. Um, it's hard because every single one is so well done. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're looking at all the all the main characters of, of the story, like, they actually do a really, really good job of, like, expounding on each one you know like obviously there is a huge like bigger focus on on like you know Aang, Katara, Sokka and um, Zuko but like even as other characters introduce like Toph and like um, General Iroh like um, yeah like there's just so much more like they they do intentionally like expound into them Um, yeah I think I think one of my favorites is actually um, actually Toph and that's probably mm. why I um, I kind of uh, am leaning more towards earthbending too. Um, one because like I think as like a physically like blind like character, it's really cool to see her like still be so like 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 strong minded and strong willed. And because mm-hmm. um, I think like the idea of um, especially especially I think when this came out like. The idea of disability was like some a weakness, right? Like it was, or it's a weakness, and also like it makes you almost like lesser um, as far as like when you're looking at society. But then I think, like to kind of counteract that narrative and tell like no, this like this character is actually like strong and like um, and independent and stuff was like a really cool way of kind of reshaping that mindset. Um, And I think like I think that's what really like kind of sold me on on her being one of my favorite characters like she just knew how to like 
not let anything get kind of get in her way, whether it was her own like disability or like um, other like restrictions or limitations, you know, like, mm-hmm. so, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, I think she she's definitely up there for me in terms of compelling characters, like just the um, kind of like, you know, her whole like background with her parents kind of being a uh, not exactly great parents, you know, mm-hmm. um, like not really valuing her and letting her be independent. And then but then, yeah, I think just seeing her grow as a like you said, just like a very strong willed character and mm-hmm. I think I laugh the hardest whenever she makes her own blind jokes. <laughs> like, <laughs> every time. Because, like, all the other characters are like, do I laugh at yeah, this? Exactly. <laughs> and she, she's just, like, making fun of herself, which is amazing. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, and she's definitely... Yeah, and, that, and I was going to say, that definitely shows, like, her maturity and, and how yeah. she, like, viewed it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think for sure, like, the other character that in just terms of like compelling and the arc um and how deep you get to really understand them i think is general iroh too you know like mm. man like his like just his heart his like um his philosophies like i think probably 50 at least 50 percent of the lessons that we're talking about comes from uh mm-hmm. his, his mouth right and uh the way he like stuck with zuko and all that like it's it's just really moving, um, but I think in terms of like a pair of characters that I've just kind of really enjoyed, mm. oddly enough, is actually uh, Sokka and Suki. Mm. Um, okay, I think Suki might be one of my favorite characters because she's just like a very like normal, but really like talented and like well like well kept, uh, very mannered, well mannered like. Um, a gal basically you know mm-hmm. like kind of the sense the sense of reason for to counteract Sokka in a way yeah and yeah when when she started becoming like a more normal character towards the end like yeah. I just love their dynamic and how like in a way they were the normal non-benders on the team but they kind of were really big pillars for where the team was going and mm-hmm. uh, I think yeah, I mean she's also like really badass too with her, uh, the what is it, uh, Ki- Kiyo- uh, shoot, Kiyoki Warriors? No, mm-hmm, no, no, that's mm-hmm. not it. Um, I know what you mean though. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I. Oh man, that's so. That's because soccer. Like, I think initially is, like, when you first like watch Avatar, is a very like stereotypical like kind of comic relief. You yeah. Know? Um, but actually, his character is, like, pretty deep, too. Um, yeah, like, there's, yeah, there's so much, so much interesting, like, development um, of him and, and in his maturity, you know? Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Dude, for sure. Um, as far as, like, as far as, like, one of your, like, what was, like, your favorite, like, storyline? Like, um, mm. I, and it's kind of, like, I guess it's kind of similar with a compelling character, but like, what was the narrative that you enjoyed following most in, in, in Avatar? I think for sure, like, just the path that Zuko had to take, um, mm-hmm. you know, being like cast out in anger and ultimately like kind of finding some light 
but then in a way like failing and then going back to his father and back to the fire nation yeah and then finally kind of turning back and saying like no i'm my own person you know kind of thing um yeah i think that's definitely like the one that stands out to me of like man like there were moments where i'm like dude this guy's such a chump dude like (laughs) like what like dude just just figure it out you know like who cares but i think um it really was cool to see him kind of put down his pride like and join and say like i'm sorry for hunting you guys essentially and then you know helping them out um but yeah i think that's probably the one that really stands out to me how about you i mean i would have to say the same like i think i think there's like such a cool like journey that zuko goes on as far as like redemption and um and just again his own maturity too like um him kind of like figuring out like not just falling under his like uh, under his planned footsteps but like actually like making a pathway on for his own life mm-hmm. you know yeah um and really having like um like ira to help like in that journey too you know um yeah. and and when he does finally join like uh join the the squad of the the team avatar like it's it's like kind of crazy because it's like we we kind of like following him and you know we when we see his journey we're like oh we get it like we get why he like gets there but it's like for the team to for the team to like understand it too it's like what like why is he like joining you know yeah um yeah i think i think like that that underlying like narrative of um of zuko's redemption is honestly like probably super super important for the whole series um mm-hmm. because i think that um i don't think like the the ending of of avatar the last airbender i don't think it would have been the same if um without it um, yeah yeah and most mostly with like ang um not like I, I don't know like i'm just trying to like imagine like if ang didn't see that like um possible redemption in zuko like i wonder how he would have handled that last fight you know like i wonder how like what he would have chosen um and i'm sure he would have chosen correctly but like i think that definitely played into it yeah and i think you know just overall like as we went through each of the different kingdoms and different like nations seeing how um a lot of the other nations responded to things like um I think that the most obvious one was that was interesting was like the whole the the bossing say one right where it's mm-hmm. like there's no war like going on that one was mm-hmm. that was like pretty creepy right <laughs> like the whole uh, mind washing thing and then um, yeah and and like even with just the uh, water nation like or the water tribe essentially like seemingly constantly at war and always yeah st- strategizing but kind of in, in their own way like failing a lot um through it um but yeah i think it's just I, I really enjoyed every time that i got to see a new like town you know what i mean like seeing like like even what like i think in the last season where like um they kind of had to go undercover and be fire nation people mm-hmm. it was so interesting seeing them live in fire nation right like amongst normal fire civilians um mm-hmm uh i know this is kind of like a weird analogy but like it's almost like watching like uh actually i just watched a jojo rabbit the other day and like 
kind of mm-hmm. that idea of like watching like looking getting a peek of german society during the nazi regime you know like mm-hmm. well it's you don't you'd expect like everyone to be nazis but it's like no like most people are just living in light of like what's going on at war and i thought mm-hmm. that was really cool to see like oh these, these kids are just there's just kids at a fire nation school trying to party and dance right like yeah like there's just it's uh it, it, yeah like like you said earlier like giving a glimpse into wartime like wartime situations is uh mm-hmm. really quite interesting yeah yeah again i think like it was very good for its time but i also think at the same time it was like almost ahead of its time too as mm-hmm. far as like the way the way it told the story like i think for sure it it was like leagues above like a lot of other cartoon like uh shows that were out at the time i mean right. like yeah they, it's hard to compare like another cartoon against this one for the especially for the time period right. um but i i do think like man i so much credit to the writers of of this show um because like they they had, again uh, we had talked about it several times but they addressed so many like like really tough topics to like talk about like in life and in society and even mm-hmm. as adults and they do it in such a like um like witty and like clever way right, um and right. wrapping it with like you know a kid's cartoon like yeah but like they stay they do it justice and as far as like they they don't shy away from telling hard things or like showing hard things mm-hmm. um obviously within like the constraints of like a pg like 13 like show but still to to be able to talk about these hard things in it within those constraints is like it's pretty incredible um so yeah um, out of curiosity um i know i asked you offline but for our listeners have you watched um legend of Korra yet i have not and that's just gone on netflix so i i gotta get on that soon yeah i think it's i think legend of Korra is really interesting um because if you imagine Avatar the Last, the Last Airbender, it's a very like if you if that's all you watch, like you'd be satisfied, you know, like yeah. Um, and I think that's why like a lot of people when, initially when Korra came out were like, like what? What's going on? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Korra is like, you know, I, I don't think any show is perfect. I do think Last Airbender is pretty close to being perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't think Korra is quite as good um, mm. for different reasons. I think it's still good, um, but I, I'll let you. I'll let you watch it too. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I'm, I'm curious what you think about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard like kind of very similar sentiments. Like, why? Why did you need to put it out? Like, mm-hmm. um, and and I think it really is hard to follow something as good as Last Airbender. So right. Um, yeah, I'm curious. I, I didn't know that there's four seasons. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I know it, it didn't come out that long ago, right? I don't think so, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, it hasn't been around that long. Um, yeah, because I, I, for, for some reason, I thought it was like a very... Uh, for some reason in my head, I was like, I thought it was going to be a one-off thing. Where it was like, oh, like an adventure of Korra kind of thing, like a quick thing. But then I was like, I, th- I oh, think shoot. that's what a lot of people thought too. Yeah. Um, but it ended up being a full like series. Yeah. Um, like even longer out, than Avatar. Yeah. Right? It came out in 2012. So, I oh, mean, wow. 
like it was there was a good a good long break after last airbender um like before cora came out mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's it's interesting for sure yeah um i know i know that uh we you know we did a cartoon episode uh well quite a long time ago yeah but um i know i know you we had mentioned you had mentioned last airbender and i think when we talked about like what shows you what cartoons you want our kids to watch i had mentioned like digimon and like mm-hmm. i think hey arnold or something just because of like because of how impactful it was for you yeah and like a lot of the lessons they taught um I, I definitely think this one fits right in now. Um, so yeah, I know you. I think if I recall, you're like, man, you gotta watch it, and then we'll yep. see how you feel. So now we're back after, you know, it's a, been a while since that episode. It's definitely so. been a while. Yeah. So um, I'm glad you have it on your list now. Definitely. And yeah. I mean, yeah it it's gonna be like it's one that I like. I definitely want my kids to grow up on. You know. Yeah. Um, Cause it's like, I mean, and granted, like part of it is I haven't watched a lot of recent TV, like recent cartoons, like mm-hmm. current kids. You know, I have no reason to. But from what I've heard, like, like their the quality is not as good. I mean, it's it. Um, I think the the kid shows are like very like almost like hyper. Um, uh, from what I've seen and heard, and obviously, like that's you know reflective of like how kids are nowadays too right but right like this show is definitely like one that i want my kids to like actually like watch and and love and and hopefully enjoy um yeah yeah for sure so i'm i'm curious uh have you watched the live action last airbender i have not okay um i think i might have like watched a brief youtube clip um Mm. of like of like i think one of the fight scenes whatever yeah my gosh like (laughs) like i knew it was bad from the get-go when you know when they announced the cast like whatever and like oh oh man it's it's yeah it's bad i I, Um, I think i've told you that i actually watched that in theaters right mm -hmm. um i'm i i don't understand it yeah and the truth is i don't remember most of it and especially because i didn't watch the cartoon so i didn't have anything to like really there's no frame of reference for yeah me. so i was just like even not watching avatar i was like what the heck is this crap like <laughs> um so oddly enough after watching the finale series finale yeah i was like oh whatever like, might as well just start this movie and then i was just like now that i do have a frame of reference it, it wasn't until then that i realized like dude like this is like <laughs> like i don't like just as a film like yeah like it just it just doesn't work like yeah nothing makes sense um yep. and i think um i is it true i've heard some rumors that they're at netflix is going to do a live action of it again i actually don't know i have i haven't heard that i'm i mean yeah again i would not be surprised oh i, I guess it's true yeah i guess they're considering picking it up as a netflix i mean Considering generally Netflix's like recent history, like they've picked up a lot of shows, um, or like they've done a lot of Netflix originals, yeah. and there's definitely like the good ones and then the eh whatever ones. Um, so I'm hoping this is part of the good ones. Um, 
Because, I mean, Netflix has shown that they can do good storytelling. They can do, like, um, good adaptations. Even, like, right. you know, like, the one that you watched, The Witcher. Because um, mm. I haven't actually mm. watched that yet. But, yeah, like, yes, stuff like that yes. where it's it does have an established story. But they kind of just stick to it. I, I hope they do the same for The Last Airbender. Considering, Man, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's, like, it's, like, one of those... Sh- like concepts where like so much of what was endearing was like in a way done through a cartoon like it's mm-hmm. it's very exaggerated a lot of funny animations and like yeah. kind of like a non-believable sense but there's a part of it that once it's live action there's a sense of seriousness to it that you know yeah um, and and I think an example of that I, I haven't watched it I don't know if it's out yet but like the new live action Mulan like mm. Um, it doesn't even look like the same movie. It just looks like a Chinese dynasty film, like war film right. now. It's like, that, I mean, that's cool, I guess, but, you know, you lose so much of what was endearing about the original. The original, cartoon, yeah. Right? So, yeah, and we'll see. And especially, yeah, like you said, like there's certain things that you can kind of, I don't want to say get away with, but like there's things about like doing it as a cartoon, like especially like, yeah, the way that you can animate like expressions and like things like that that you can't replicate really in a live action, you know, um, it's you know it's a lot more exaggerated, a lot, and also like yeah, the kind of humor and silliness like like yeah. makes sense for like the cartoon. Whereas I don't know if it'll carry that same feeling in mm-hmm. a live action. Yeah, um, yeah, because live action honestly is really hard to strike those different balances because um, when you when you have something that's comedic like it just either tends to be full comedy or like or like you know mm-hmm. yeah like sarcastic com you know like i don't know um where it i mean I, the best thing i can compare it to is like when you're like marvel's like marvel's live action was amazing yeah um but like even then like the way they captured their like humor is like it was all through like sarcasm typically you know and yeah, uh, yeah it wasn't just like purely comedic um so like the fact that you know Air- last airbender had that really great balance of both like i don't know if that will translate well into mm-hmm. live action but we'll see we will see yeah yeah and in a way i think they'll have to really rethink what they want to portray not not try to necessarily recreate that same energy but um which which yeah. I think will be good, you know. Like, um, I don't know. Well, Witcher's kind of. I think the game is also serious. It sounds like yeah, so yeah. it's kind of easier to replicate. But yeah, yep. and I mean when you have Henry Cavill too. Oh um, yeah, who's also a gamer, you know. Like, mm. and I think, I think he actually had a lot. Of, from what I the brief stuff I've read, like he actually had a lot of input with, um, with the like. The development and character of of the Witcher, like yeah, just to stick true to its you know story and whatever. I'm like, dude, that's so cool, man. Um, that I mean, that shows like the passions there to kind of stick to the original stuff, which mm-hmm. I which I think was one of one of many reasons why the the film was so terrible. <laughs> like, because there was yeah. no sense of that, right? There was right. no sense of like let's stick with the original story, but it's like it's kind of like tell it in our own way it's like ah, okay like the adaptation doesn't work you know yeah yeah definitely definitely i, I mean i'm i'm 
yeah, I think optimistic, but also, you know, keeping my expectations in the right place, right? Same. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm definitely fun to talk about it. It's like, uh, for you, a throwback, and for me, oddly enough, it does feel like a throwback because of that feeling of youthfulness, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? When did you finish this, by the way? Like, how long ago? Oh, man, probably, like, two months ago, three okay. months ago. Yeah, not not too long ago. Okay, so it's, it is still, like, very, very fresh in your mind. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yep. I mean, I was I was hoping I would, like, you know, reflect with it on you. Just because, I mean, like, again, it was, yeah, now that I remember, I'm like, oh, man, this was your first time, like, actually watching it. Like, there's so much exciting things to, like, just share about and talk about. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, oh, man. Yeah. It's so good. Yep, definitely. Um, yeah, so, I mean, kind of moving into our uh, wreck of the week, I think probably similar to our cartoon episode. Um think just the recommendation of just any sort of cartoon that we're uh, whether we've watched recently or or not as recently um mm-hmm. or anime um uh I, I guess i can go first um i, I recently got a hbo max so oh, all of nice. rick and morty is on um Ooh, nice. and I, I this first time i've watched it as well since it's uh you know readily available and man i gotta say it's a it's a very fun show man like Mm. There's like not a single boring moment in like any of the show like episodes. Um, they do such mm. a good job of like making everything so dang funny and sarcastic, yeah. and like the concepts are fun too. So um, I'm I just finished season one. I'm okay. in season two. So yeah, I think it's uh, yeah I, I really enjoy it. Nice. Yeah, I that's been on my like to-do list for a while um i've heard so many good things about rick and morty um and it yeah i just haven't gotten there yet but mm-hmm. i it's on my list and i'll get there yeah. um for me um i'm gonna recommend an anime um because those are the only really animation like animated like things that i watch mm-hmm. um i'm gonna recommend mob psycho 100 um sure. It's a very short anime, um, so at, at least so far, it's only two seasons. I, I don't actually know if they're gonna um, if there's more story to tell because I don't like read the manga for it. Um, but the two seasons, like, the, oh man, this is a really really good one. Um, the premise is that there's like um, people with, you know, there's there's very rare people with psychic abilities, mm-hmm. um, and then you're following this kid who is like super crazy powerful but like oftentimes doesn't like uh like it can go a little like crazy and out of control mm-hmm. um and like basically like the reason it's called 100 is like there from a percentage from zero to 100 like 100 is when it's he's like almost like out of control uh, mm-hmm. with his power um so it's really really interesting um like kind of oh man the animation style is so good for it too mm. um so I, I would highly, highly recommend it. Um, it's like even just like just watching the action only like mm-hmm. is is just super good. But like it actually does have some really cool like um, cool like side storylines that kind of mm. like balance it out really well. Is it a is it like a bit of a newer uh, anime? Yeah, yeah. I th- I don't remember how recently it came out, uh, but it's it's fairly recent. 
I think the I think the second season just finished maybe like last year or oh, like gotcha. so yeah. So it's it's still fairly new, um, but it's it's a good one. I would I would recommend it. Um, again, it's it's super short, so it's only two seasons. Like they're two short seasons. Um, the episodes are not like super long either. Yeah, yeah. So it's easy to crank it out. Um, that's one I, I would I would recommend too. Um, yeah. Nice, awesome, awesome. Well, dude, this was a fun one. I. I it's it's fun for like it's fun for me to think fondly and like kind of think back to when I did watch it and even like when I was sitting on the couch like watching it on TV. Yeah, um, it's cool like kind of hearing you like talk about like these things for the first time too. Like um, about all these like and honestly, it's cool that you kind of noticed all these major like major things that really do make this series like great. Um, yeah. And why it's so critically acclaimed. Um, so it's it's awesome, man. And but for our listeners, I hope everyone has also um, indulged, whether it was um, in the past or recently with um, the release on Netflix, that you guys have watched Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, if it you know it wasn't technically our recommendation, but obviously we both would highly recommend it. Um, <laughs> Uh, for all of our listeners, and um, especially our listeners who have kids, um, we we would recommend them to watch it too. It's just good, man. It's a good one. Um, guys, thank you again again for joining us. If you want to um, subscribe to us, please do. We we do want to know who's out there and who's listening and what you guys think about um, our podcast. If you guys really enjoy it, um, please do let us know. Um, we do read our comments and we do read... Um, you know uh, some feedback and if you do want to share it with us directly we do have a gmail that you can contact us at um with either feedback or like topics you want us to talk about um our gmail is just at gmail.com so yeah please reach out to us we would love to hear from you guys yep definitely a fun one um listeners uh stay safe and stay cool because it is hot and humid uh, at least in yep. california and i believe two hurricanes are hitting uh texas florida like area oh boy um at the same time so oh, seriously I, I don't know if anyone's out there but just wherever you are be, uh, definitely be safe for yeah both uh covid and natural disaster reasons um right. so yeah listeners as always we will see you next time see ya